0: This is The Emissary. This is my third episode of my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the first two. So sit back, relax, and just listen to a rambling of a madman. Okay, What my topic for today is, is maybe a little bit more about religion and some of the stories in the Bible and how I had trouble believing some of these stories that are in the Bible. One of the stories I have trouble believing in is the Tower of Babel. Now, I don't know if you guys know this tower, but the story of Tower of Babel. But more or less, the story goes that, which am I called, that uh, man wanted to be closer to God, so they start building a tower. They go higher and higher and higher. I guess they, you know, reach heaven. They thought heaven was in the clouds. God saw this. God did not like it. So what did God do? He destroyed the power. And another punishment really he did, that's how he language He recreated. Supposedly, he gave everyone a different language so they couldn't understand each other, so they could not get together and work together. Now, for me, I think that is really, really wrong, and that's bad. For what causes conflict is communication. Okay? So if it's... Is more miscommunication you know it's like someone say someone in Bulgaria said something a leader of Bulgaria said something bad to the leader of France say a thousand years ago or hundreds and hundreds of years ago now the language of Bulgarian speaks like, I'm not sure what the language they speak For what they say they say when they say hi and how are you but in their language when they say it and that he might sound like, you know, oh, I want to go fuck your sister. I'm not using that as an example, sorry for the language, but more or less, so that f- guy from France is going to take that personally, and they're going to start fighting. So that's how conflict starts. That's miscommunication is the main reason for war. And another main reason for war is religion, how my religion is better than your religion, things like that. Like, look at the Nazis. They tried killing all the Jews. So Religion has its good points, it has its bad points. But going back to the Tower of Babel, so that's what God did. Everyone starts speaking a different language, everybody spread out, and that's how we have all these supposedly have all these languages that we have now, which I think is garbage. Another story in the Bible is Cain and Abel. The story of Cain and Abel is that Adam and Eve, the first two original people, People saying, like, philosophers, religious philosophers, and all that saying, how well it does say in the Bible that Adam did have a few daughters. Now it says Adam had a few daughters, it didn't say Adam and Eve had a few daughters. Okay, and if you have daughters, would you say the mother's because the mother is the one that gives birth to them? Would you say, well, Adam and Eve or Eve had daughters? Well, it's Adam. Adam had these daughters, where they come from? Who did Adam have these daughters with? And so, just suppose that um, Cain and Abel said they had sisters, and you marry your sister, you have know, kids with your sister, wouldn't there be a like genetic mutation after a while, because and, and, like, you're, you're breeding, more or less. You know, that's why it's against law. It's not right. It does cause problems, genetic Years ago, got, you know, the royal families in Europe—they actually had to stop doing it because they were having offspring that were not right. You know, I'm not saying they had four thumbs and three toes and three eyes and five ears and things like that. No, it's just this, they're born with genetic, I guess, malfunctions or whatever you want to say. That's why it was stopped. Now, if this kept, now if Adam and Eve and all that, they started this, all this and they brothers and sisters sit with your uncles, your uncles sit with your nephews, nieces, I mean, sorry about that. We'd just be a bunch of mutants by now, wouldn't we? So that, I don't believe, can enable the Tower of Babel. Noah's Ark is more or less the same thing as Adam and Eve. For God was punished all people, so he decided to save one family, which is Noah's family, so it gets Noah, his wife, his or daughters and their spouses, supposedly, and two of every animal. Now, even this one family was able to build a boat or an ark large enough to hold two of every animal that's on this planet. How is that? And how were these animals brought to the ark? Like, there's animals like kangaroos, which are in Australia. How were they brought? I guess you would have to say in the Middle East, koala bears from Australia. You know, I can see gorillas, you think think, animals from Europe and Africa, because it's all more than one land but animals that are North America that are nowhere else. How would they work there? You can't just pick them up and put them there? What could God just put them on your door? What could God just save the animals and just kill the humans and them? Why would he kill the humans in such an inhumane way by flooding them and you them And you're going to tell me there's one good family out of the whole planet that was worth saving? And another thing about Noah's Ark, how were these animals fed? Who cleaned up after these animals? It was just one family. And say this family, even though uh, his wife and his kids, say it came to like 10, even 15 people, which I don't think it was 15, but just say 10. And they were able to keep clean and keep fed those animals. remember, they said it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. So it was more than 40 days and 40 nights, because even after it stopped raining, you had to wait till the water to reside before you could find land. And then they landed on some mountain. I'm not too sure about the name, but I think that's the name of it. And supposedly they were able to do all the things take care of the animals, clean up the animals. everything that had be done with the animals they were able to do. They, The ark settled on the mountain, they let the animals out. Now, those animals, where are they gonna go? You gotta wait till the water receives for the whole world. So, you know, how long is that gonna be? So, these animals had to stay there, still had to be fed still had to be cleaned. And when they did land, did they give an offering to God? Did they sacrifice a few animals? Now, I'm just going to use this as an example. Say you have a zebra, and you're going to sacrifice a zebra. It takes two animals, a male and a female, to procreate. You take one of those away, how is that animal supposed to procreate? So, there more animals on this planet than there is now, but because they sacrifice one, that animal cannot reproduce, so that kind of animal dies off. Uh, After all that, the only family left on the planet is Noah's family. Now, that means brothers and sisters, Maybe that's what happened with Adam and Eve, it was just Adam and Eve and his brothers and sisters and they all slept together, started inbreeding, started getting genetic mutations, started having little psychological effects, psychological episodes, you start to think you're a little crazy and all that stuff, and maybe God caused all this craziness because he was inbreeding, so maybe that's why he had to clean the planet, now he had to do it again, so God keeps on making mistakes. Because he... Noah's Ark story... He destroyed the... He got killed all the people because... Man was turning evil and man was turning bad. So he saw what happened... So he had to fix it. Now, you don't fix something that's not broken. So... If these people were had problems and they were evil... That means God caused it. So God made a mistake. God can't be perfect if he made a mistake. And of another story, okay, I'm not going to give you go into all major, major detail, but the Ten Commandments, and some of the things that happened there, Moses says the Jews were God's people, aren't we all God's people, and why are the Jews specifically chosen as God's people, is it the Jews because they came up with the story, possibly, I don't know, and you know, the, I guess, you know, almost every scene the be Ten Commandments, or heard the story of the Ten Commandments. And one of the things that Moses told Ramsey, you know, let me people know, he says, Oh then every firstborn Egyptian son will die. Now, why would you kill a kid for? What did a kid do wrong? Kids are born innocent. Kids are not born evil, they don't are born racist, they're not born in they're just born. Kids are, you know, a kid is an empty vessel. You fill the vessel up with your thoughts and your experiences, which becomes a kid, which becomes his own character. So if a kid is young and is innocent, why would God kill an innocent child? And that child had a mother and a father. Now it's like, I'm going to give you an example. Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not a good leader. I don't think he's a good person. And so if God decided, was he going to kill every firstborn American son because of Donald Trump? No, because it's just one person. And so in ancient Egypt, so there's a family of clay makers or a family of stone carvers, like, and their husband and wife, all they do is make a living carving stone or whatever that they have kids. The he might not believe in what the Pharaoh is doing, but they just happen to be there, and they're living their own lives, minding their own business, not paying attention to what the Pharaoh is doing, or whatever is happening in the government at the time, but he's going to be punished because of the leader of his country is doing something that's wrong, that doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense to me at all, and how we think we're building God's image, they say in this universe that there's more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on Earth. Now, if there's more stars in the universe than there's grains of sand on Earth, just imagine all those stars have planets around them. So just think of all the possibilities of life being out there. So if there's a, that gives you, if there's a billion if there's a billion stars, and say each star has like four or five planets, so that's like five billion planets, or whatever, I can't do the math right now, but it's just astronomical amount of planets that there's possibility of life, and you're going to say if there's only life in the southern past, it'll look like us. I find that impossible, because more or less, it's been proven that we evolved, we're evolution. Like they even say that we might have just been around, dinosaurs, reptiles at the time, they were becoming smaller, the brains were becoming larger, starting to do more things, supposedly an asteroid came hit the thing, since reptiles need the sun for body warmth, with the asteroid hitting the planet causing a nuclear winter, those animals died off, the big animals, the big like T-Rexes or whatever, the Triceratops or whatever dinosaurs they had at the time, died off because they had no food to eat. What survived? Little mammals. Why? Because they, they create their own heat. They're tiny, the little things. They start evolving. And so maybe that's what's happened. So we are not... more than What I'm trying to say is maybe the way we look at it now was a freak accident. Which, you know, is bound to happen because if there's billions upon billions upon billions upon billions upon billions, upon billions of planets... Not everything is going to work out. You're always going to have these little accents and things like that. It's like they say, well, they can't be planted on other planets because you can't see life. What's life on another planet? Life on this planet is formed because we have water, we have oxygen. doesn't mean life cannot be on another planet that doesn't have water, or doesn't have oxygen. It might have some kind of acid, and that acid was able to create life, and that life form Use that acid like we use water or like, or like we use oxygen or like we use nitrogen or whatever. They're saying even now, Venus, they found things in Venus clouds. That's one of the things for life that they find on Earth. Now, so, it's just, you know, religion is not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. If you live your life according to a book and you live your life good and you do, follow, you do well things to other people, that's great. And if that book helps you, by all means, follow that book. But I believe... If there is a God, if there is a heaven, and I haven't seen it, and I don't believe in it, and if I die, and if I live the good life, when I still go to heaven, because according to the Bible, I wouldn't be going to heaven. They say, if you don't believe in me, you should never step into the gates of heaven, or whatever they say. I think that's wrong. I really do think that's wrong. Now, I've been rambling on quite a bit about this, and... They know I was supposed to write things down so I could have notes, but I didn't do that. That was kind of busy. A day or two ago, looking online, we bought a bar, so we set it up in our basement. We did some, stained our cupboards to make it look like an old look, like an old wood look. It looks really nice. Um, Maybe someday I'll show some pictures of my house and see what you guys think about it. But until then, I'll, I'll say goodbye i'll be talking to you in a couple days promise you it'll be a better recording than this one and every day like i promise well every time i do a podcast i promise you to be better than the last one next one will not be about religion i'm not sure what's going to be about but i will be entertaining that i promise you and it'll be done a whole lot better than this one like i said i'm still learning. It's so hard to get used to talking to a microphone. I'm so used to talking to a person face-to-face or talking to them on the phone. But talking to a microphone is something I guess I'm going to get used to if I want to continue doing these podcasts. So you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll talk to you in a day or two. Bye for now.